0: It's Canon. Welcome to Open House Party and OHP Uncut. These are our raw, uncut, unedited interviews <laughs> from Open House Party. That just sounded like dirtier than it was supposed to. Raw, uncut. Are you ready for DNCE? Where have they been? Cake by the Ocean was like uh, an anthem, really. And then it was like, where did they go? Where well, we're gonna find out today because Joe Jonas is with us and they're working with one of my favorite producers, Kaigo. Kaigo's worked with everybody from Selena Gomez to Justin Bieber. Uh, the song Higher Love that he redid, the Whitney Houston song. This is going to blow you away. This song with Joe Jonas, DNCE, and Kygo. It's called Dancing Feet. We're going to talk about that today on OHP Uncut. Go ahead, smash that subscribe button. That is how you can be entered to win a virtual meet and greet with your favorite artist. When we give those away, we look for subscribers. So if you're on that subscriber list, you have a chance to win. So click subscribe, like the video. Thank you for checking in. We're honored to have you here for Kygo and DNCE on OHP Uncut. The OHP Uncut Podcast with Canon. Fellas, how are you? So good. Good. I'm good. Yeah. Good you. What an amazing project. I was so happy to see you guys were collaborating. This is great. This is like I, somehow perfect. It really does sound amazing. I'm glad you guys did this.
1: Oh, thank you. We're so happy to finally be able to talk about it and play the song to other people. And um, I hope everyone loves it as much as we do.
0: So finally able to talk about it. How long has it been in the works? A couple months. Well, I,
1: um, yeah, since so like, like
0: sep-
2: September, I think, we started working on this song. And um, no, yeah, so I've been uh, wanting to release it ever since we started working on it. And whose idea was it? Like, who, who comes to who and says, hey, I want to work with you? Well, I got the demo from um, a guy called David Stewart uh, who uh, co-wrote and uh, co-produced the song, and I obviously loved it. I felt like it just had the perfect kind of vibe to it, and uh, I produced around it. And it was definitely one of the, my favorite songs I've done in a, in a very long time. And then we both felt, me and David, both felt that Joe would be the perfect, you know, voice for this song. So we uh, and David has been working with Joe on a couple of different like songs previous. So uh we sent it to Joe and and he loved it and and luckily it kinda you know, like Joe was thinking about, you know, getting a DNC back together and, and doing a little comeback. So it was just kind of perfect timing for this song.
0: How could you not? I mean, Joe, Cake by the Ocean was I mean, that that went down as like a uh, a legendary song. What's the word I'm looking for? Anthem, really. I mean, everyone knows and loves that song. Um, you had to get the band back together and and do it again. Um you've got to be pleased with sort of the direction the pivot that Kygo has given the sound of the group, huh?
1: Yeah. You know, it kind of landed itself in the perfect timing. Um, I was working on music last year. I was shooting a movie called Devotion. And um, while I was in Savannah, Georgia, I was so inspired by the city and the people and the music that I was hearing. So I started working on music again um, by myself and I didn't know what it was going to become. I thought it was like uh, maybe solo music. I don't know what it will be. Uh, but as I listen to the tracks, I'm like, this is sounding like DNCE, and, and I'm going to see who's who's still around and wants to do this. And um, so as I was getting DNC, DNC ready to get back uh, um, out into the world, I was, I was thinking springtime. But then Kaigo sent this song, and I was like, oh, this is this is the jam. This is exactly yeah. what I've been looking for, to really relaunch the band in a creative way. And I love collaborating with all other artists and DJs, and Kygo's top of the list. I've always wanted to work with him. And um, I think the song speaks for itself. It's a, it's a fun tune. It gets you moving. It gets you excited about life, and it's exactly what we all want to be doing in the world. We want to go to music festivals. We want to go dance. We want to be around a bunch of people. And I think this song has that that energy to it.
0: Absolutely. When you close your eyes and you hear the song, where uh, where where do you picture people like listening to the song and and how how they're hearing it, how they're absorbing it? Maybe that's a better question for you, uh, Kaigo, Like, do you picture people like? in a club with this song you people uh, you picture people driving down the road with the uh the, the windows down I, I know it's good for any of these things I feel like
2: this song you can listen to it in every every setting you can i can envision you know people dancing around in their kitchen cooking dinner like with this song in the background and yeah driving around in the car i've definitely been jamming it and i've like blasting it in my car the last couple of months when i've been working on this song so i feel like it's a good it's a good driving down the street like, kind of song but we did play it um, for the first time live in L.A. Like, a week and uh, two weeks ago, and the reaction was great. It's like definitely I can see it. You know, we play at a festival, so the, the crowd, you know, everybody was dancing along. So I feel like it's it's just one of those songs that you can uh, kind of listen to it in, in every setting. And hopefully it makes it makes a day better when you listen to it.
0: Where were you when you were playing that song two weeks ago?
2: And we were in L.A., so we did a, I did did a like a Super Bowl pre, the the night before Super Bowl, I did a a, a show, uh, and then uh, Joe and then the DNC came out and was uh, we played uh, it both 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 dancing feet and cake by the ocean. So that was that was fun. weren't at Justin Bieber's party, were you?
0: I, I was not. <laughs> I was uh, actually <laughs> Vegas that night. So hey, Joe, when you called all the other members of DNC, how excited were they were to to get back together? Were they like hell yeah?
1: I've been I've been waiting for you to call. Well, you know, Jinju and Jack have been on the tour with my brothers since we launched the, since 2020. So it was, or 2021, sorry. So it was pretty like easy, it was, it was a simple yes. Um, and uh, Cole, who played bass, he's, he's, he's doing his own thing now and, um, you know, it's all love. So it's been really fun to kind of get back into the mix of things again with Jin and Jack, doing photo shoots and interviews and and getting this song kind of up and running, getting people excited again to hear more tunes. I mean, a lot of the new stuff to come has similar vibes to what Dancing Feet is. I played some stuff to Kaigo, so he got some idea a little bit what's what's coming next, and some of it's a bit more psychedelic. It great. And I think overall, I think that the sound is maturing, and um, I hope everyone really can enjoy hearing these tunes, like, you know, in your car, wherever you might, might listen to your music, uh, at the gym, and while you're grocery shopping uh, on the toilet wherever wherever your comfort zone is
0: <laughs> i swear to god that's the first place i was when i heard the song
1: <laughs> hey man the most comfortable place in the world that's when that's when real tunes stand out
0: <laughs>
1: dropping hits and dropping deuces <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. So
0: when you, you mentioned there's more music, Are you guys doing more songs together.
1: We speak about it all the time. I mean, obviously if, if, if this one takes off into the stratosphere, then we're going to have to, you know, that's so we're putting the pressure on, on ourselves that we get as many people to like it and listen to it as possible. So we have to, uh, we get to, we get to hang out a lot more and get in the studio again. I mean, I feel like, um, obviously what Kygo does so well is collaborating and I'm just going to speak, speak, highly of my friend here he's so great at <laughs> collaborating but also his music on his own is just fantastic and it's a soundtrack i was playing it this morning when i was just just waking up to the beautiful palm trees here in miami i was like hey, i feel like he does some great island beats and uh, and uh, i'm excited for everyone to hear for more what he's got coming but also the for, force us to get in the studio again so make it a big song
2: yeah. oh thank you, man. No, but yeah, they're definitely uh, definitely open for making more more songs together. And uh obviously I'm a I'm a fan of Joe and, and DNC. So I feel like that's uh it's uh, it's definitely a, a collab that makes sense. And uh and if this song does well, we we definitely gotta make a, a dancey feed number two. Well Kaigo, it's
0: interesting. Everyone likes to put music in a box and, and and categorize things. And I guess with you, Tropical House is the box you've been <laughs> labeled um yeah. how do you feel about that box uh do you think maybe you've expanded beyond that and how would you describe the sound exactly of what you're doing right now yeah i feel like this song i wouldn't necessarily
2: you know put in the box tropical house i feel like it's um it's definitely kind of, like you can say it's kind of tropical but yeah and no, i definitely put in that box and either way like if, if i make a song that's definitely not tropical people still say it's tropical house i feel like they are just like that's what i'm saying right yeah but um, no, I feel like this song is it's definitely kind of more like, you know, 80s, uh, a, little, oh, yeah. a little funky disco kind of vibe. Um, I don't know what, what genre I would put it in, but probably not Tropical House.
0: No,
1: but, somebody, uh, but, uh, somebody's house. Somebody,
2: somebody's, uh,
1: <laughs> Miami
2: House, we, we could say that. Yeah. It's definitely pretty, not my
0: house, uh, this place is a
1: I love <laughs> like this whole interview, it's just turned, about, turned into toilet talk.
0: I know. <laughs> All right, so we do five questions at the end. I'm going to roll down five questions. You guys just blurt out whatever answer comes to mind first, and they're super easy, and none of them are personal, so don't worry. We're not going to get weird. Yep. Yeah. If I'm not writing music, you can find me.
1: Either drinking coffee or jumping rope.
0: <laughs> wow, you do a lot of jump. Well, in that order, right? that makes sense. That's a good order to go in.
1: I'm drinking coffee as we, as we speak, so
2: you can see right. where, where my priorities lie. I love to sleep, so maybe maybe you'll find me in my
0: bed. <laughs> God, there's nothing better. So it's the best. Sleep is everything. Uh, the first app I use when I get up in the morning, as soon as I pick up my phone, I go straight to.
1: I go straight to Headspace and, and meditate. That's my. That's like I lean over it. before I look at social media or TikTok or check my messages. Uh, it sets the tone for my day. I Just do like three minutes, and then I'll like lay in bed, listen to it, or I'll brush my teeth while I'm listening to it. Um, I find that it's very important to get a good morning routine in, or you, my whole day is thrown off. You wake up, you see a message that something's not right with this or that. And you're just, or you immediately are like, Oh, I gotta get get to work, get to work. It's like, it's nice to to check in mentally first.
0: Yeah. Does that app work well? I've been wanting to get that app.
1: It's worked for me, man. I've, I've, I've done about two years straight on it. I mean, I'm, 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 it's, it's, it used to be a game of how many days I can get in a row, but now it's like, I, I can't. I can't start my day without it. It's, it's, it's worth it. Or any, honestly, any meditation app. I mean, or just if you can do it without an app, good for you. But I, I, I find it helpful to, to go through the routine.
0: Yeah, it takes a lot to turn this brain off. Not that anything is brilliant. It's coming out of it, but it just takes a while to turn it off. Uh, Kaigo, how about you?
2: First app for you. Definitely Instagram probably in the morning or Snapchat, but uh, probably
0: Instagram. On social media, when people act up, are you uh, either a blocker? a responder or an ignorer?
1: As I've gotten older, I, I, I can see how it, it can affect my mental health greatly. And um, I, I've gotten better at just like deleting the app in general. Like I, I deleted Twitter off my phone just because I was, I was looking for negative comments and it could be about anything. It could be about new music. It could be about a photo you post, whatever. But I was like, this troll doesn't matter to me at all like why am I letting it like there I see 10 positive messages and I'm focusing on the one negative
0: and no, I We have just do that man we all do that
1: yeah and so I was yeah. like look what am I gonna let them take advantage of my day so I will go with I'm better now at blocking just blocking it blocking it out of my life not literally hitting the block button but blocking it out of my eyesight
0: yeah I guess I I don't really I'm not Checking. You might be the nicest guy in the music industry and one of the most well liked people on earth. Do you ever get <laughs> it? Like
2: seriously, no, there, there, there's definitely there's definitely some people that disagree with uh, my music. Like, like, they think it's too soft, you know. Definitely in like EDM scene, they're like, "Yeah, you, well, you're, you're, not welcome, you're not welcome something. Yeah, but um, no, like I guess I kind of like distance myself a little bit f- from social media where I I don't really check the comments under my own photos. I I do it from time to time, but um and if I see negative I, I just I just kinda ignore it. But uh I guess it depends on how consistent the, the troll is. Like if it's the same person every time posting like commenting like negative stuff, I might go in and just like block it. Cause like it, it, like why why like he just like he or she definitely doesn't like my music. So why are you even here, you know?
0: You're just here to bring me negative energy. Why am I gonna allow yeah. you to even
1: do my life? Yeah, exactly.
0: uh, the strangest thing you have on your tour, writer would be
1: me and my brothers. We just launched a, a popcorn company called Rob's Backstage Popcorn, and we have more popcorn backstage than you can ever imagine because we <laughs> give it to so many friends. You try it once and you're hooked. So it's Rob's good. Backstage Popcorn. Yeah, he, yeah. Kyle can speak speak for it. It's,
0: it's very good. What makes it so good? What kind of popcorn is it?
1: It's. It goes back to the beautiful story of Rob's. Um, Rob created this ingredient in his kitchen 30 years some years ago and it's just been a kind of a secret ingredient in the family a family recipe and uh we we would have it backstage after shows early Jonas Brothers days and then that translated into now we've been eating it at at every party and and we always have it with us um on our rider so anytime somebody comes backstage like obviously Kygo got to try some and his team and they were like they flipped i think i gave it to them at the at the studio when we recorded dancing feet so yeah. it also is good luck it brings good luck yeah <laughs> nice when how about you man
2: my my tour i i put kind of just like a funny thing i put um my favorite animal is pond like pandas because they're just so they just sleep and eat like that's the only thing they do and that's that's <laughs> what i love to do so i just put at, at the at bottom of my right. i just put pan, pandas so and then it's, just, it's, it's kind of funny to just see what they what they do with it actually one time i got picked up at the airport by a guy in a full panda you know costume it's pretty good and i my hope my goal is just maybe one day they'll they'll bring me like a, a live you know baby panda i can like cuddle with before my before my show maybe, <laughs>
0: maybe that happens one day <laughs> This is the final question, and it's uh, kind of a strange one, but you can answer it any way you want. If you could spend one night with a fictitious character
1: of your choice, who would it be, Joe? I think Doc from Back to the Future, because you know it's going to be a wild ride. It's going to be epic. Wherever we go, whatever we do, if we're going to take the DeLorean to the future and anyway, <laughs> bet on some sporting games, like go back in time and bet on the Rams, whatever it may be.
0: <laughs> that's that's a dope answer where would you go back what's the first year
1: you would go back to you know if i could go back in time i would probably like to see the beatles perform live that would probably be my 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 top priority <sighs> good
2: answer how about you Kygo? I said i said go for like some uh, some superhero superman he can like fly me around i like do a lot of cool stuff <laughs> i have no clue oh, that's
0: good you just want to be able to fly that's what you're thinking. yeah is.
2: Yeah, that would be cool. cool. There's nothing
0: better than having a dream that you can fly and it's the most exhilarating, incredible feeling. And then you wake up and you're like, go back to sleep. I want to go back to that spot. (laughs) Never go back. Bring me back. Never works. Never works. (laughs) All right, we're going to play the dancing feet. Thank you guys. I really, really appreciate you. I know you're Thanks. both obviously super busy. So it really means a lot Thank to us. Thank you. Guys. It's good to see you guys. Thank you. Yeah. I hope you love the song. We love the new song. We can't wait to play it right now. Thank you.
1: The OHP Uncut Podcast with Canon.